Hello, and thank you for joining us for today's Thought for the Day, prepared by Brother Richard Morgan from the Simi Hills Ecclesia in California. He's titled this thought, Led of the Spirit. Led of the Spirit. In our reading from Acts 23, we see Paul in the middle of a journey toward Jerusalem. He began it in chapter 21. But by the time we come to chapter 23, it is a journey over which he has no control. He is continually moved from one place to another, first by a mob and then by soldiers protecting him from the mob. For instance, in verse 10, the tribune, afraid Paul would be torn into pieces by the mob, commanded the soldiers to go down and take him away from among them by force and bring him to the barracks. Here, Paul is experiencing something very similar to the Lord Jesus Christ. A couple of verses earlier, we learn the Jews made a plot and bound themselves by an oath neither to eat nor drink till they had killed Paul. And later in verse 31, Paul continues to be bustled along. So the soldiers, according to their instructions, took Paul and brought him by night to Antipras. Antipatris. Was Paul right to go to Jerusalem? In Acts 21, we're told some of the brethren at Tyre, <clears throat> as he was beginning his journey, he said, through, though the Spirit... Sorry, he said through the Spirit, they were telling Paul not to go on to Jerusalem, verse 4. But Paul went anyway, and it looks like he is doing so in defiance of the Spirit of God. And in direct contradiction to his exhortation in Romans 8, verse 14, for all who are led by the Spirit of God are the sons of God, it is not exactly a good example for Paul to set to disobey the directions of the spirit that the spirit was giving him so let's analyze and <clears throat> so let's analyze what's going on here by paul following on his journey because one of the interesting things about it is that it is the same word led from that verse in romans 8:14 it is used consistently through the next few chapters, including the three examples we looked at from we looked at above from today's reading. In Acts 21 verse 30, the people seized Paul and dragged him out of the temple. From then on, Paul is at the mercy of whoever has hands on him. He is pulled away, and that by other people, for instance, in verse 34 where he was brought into the barracks by some soldiers. The word brought here is the first, of, first occurrence of that word led. We're also told in verse 36 that the mob wanted to kill him, saying away with him, which is not unlike what happened to Jesus at Jerusalem when the mob cried crucify him. There's something else that happens here too. The reason why Paul is saved out of the hands of the people who wanted to kill him. And it's because of the state mistaken identity. 
The tribune in charge of the soldiers who captured him thought he was an Egyptian who had stirred up an, a revolt, verse 38, but he was mistaken. In the next chapter, Paul is once again brought into the barracks, Acts 22, verse 24. Again, the same word for lead is used, and once again, that was preceded by the mob saying, Away with such a fellow from the earth, for he should not be allowed to live, verse 22. Paul continues to experience what his Lord experienced when he was brought before various trials. In chapter 25, he was once again brought to the, to the tribunal, something confirmed in verse 17 using the same word. But once again in verse 23, when Paul was brought before Agrippa, while the repetition of the word lead is something noteworthy throughout the context, we might not think that this is an example of Paul being led of the Spirit. However, Paul saw it differently. In chapter 26, he referred to the incident that started it all in chapter 21 and said, For this reason the Jews seized me in the temple and tried to kill me. To this day I have had the help that comes from God, verse 21 and 22. Despite being carried and brought this way or that by the people and the soldiers, Paul said that it was help from God. He believed he was being led of the Spirit. So let's go back to verse 21 and look at the context of the initial warning by those who said by the Spirit he should not go to Jerusalem. Later in the chapter we read, while we were staying for many days, a prophet named Agabus came down from Judea and coming to us, he took Paul's belt and bound his own feet and hands and said, Thus says the Holy Spirit, This is how the Jews at Jerusalem will bind the man who owns his belt and deliver him to the hands of the Gentiles. When we heard this, we and the people urged him not to go to Jerusalem. That's what the Spirit was warning about, that if he went to Jerusalem, he would be bound and delivered to the Gentiles. But Paul, being the type of Christ, as we have seen in the threats to kill him and the tribunal, wasn't going to divert from his journey. Just as Jesus had set his face to go to Jerusalem, despite knowing that they would also bind and deliver him to the Gentiles. What Paul was doing was not disobeying the Spirit. In fact, the opposite is true, because after Paul told them, I am ready not only to be imprisoned, but even to die in Jerusalem for the name of the Lord Jesus. They responded, let the will of the Lord be done. God's will was done as Paul was visibly led by the Spirit, by the hands of the people and soldiers. The lesson for us is to place ourselves in the invisible hands of God while we go through our various trials. If we say, let the will of the Lord be done and follow our Lord Jesus Christ, no matter what people do to us, Whatever life brings us by carrying us here or bringing us there, all things will work together for good. 
So let's view the situation we're in now as God's will working in our lives and realise despite what we see with our eyes, we're obtaining help from the invisible God and in the case, I'm sorry, and in the care of his gracious hands. Thank you for joining us for today's Thought for the Day. We pray that you found it helpful and an encouragement as you walk toward God's kingdom. And remember, as you go about your daily business today, try and do all to the glory of God. And acknowledge that the antidote to sin is not only not to sin, but to do good to others. Thank you for joining us and please join us again next time for another Thought for the Day. God bless. Amen.